Being a dad is the most important role a man will ever have. You might be a father to your own children. You might be a father to children that are not biologically yours. You might be a father figure for children without a father. But no matter what you are, you are the earthly father they look up to. Hello, I'm Adam, and this is the Dad, God, and Donuts podcast. So, my small group decided to do something pretty powerful. We've been doing a study together with the church, and part of the conclusion of the study was to end with a local community service project and a bunch of dudes sitting around a table. We were racking our brains, and one guy suggested that we would do a fast to benefit charity. I was confused at first. And he explained that what we would do is during that day, we would fast. And any money we would spend on food, we would put in a jar that would go to a local charity. At first, I I thought about it. I was like, isn't this kind of like the lazy way out? And then the, the the more I thought about it, the more we talked about it, the more excited I got. I thought, hey, this is like spiritual growth on multiple levels. We are taking time to help our community, maybe even make a long-term connection with our community. We are taking time to grow closer to God through fasting. We're taking time to grow closer to each other through fasting. So it's on many levels extremely biblical, and it was just an amazing idea. I shared it with a a person who works at the church, and um, she emailed me back that she got like goosebumps thinking about it, and that's when I was like, okay. We're on the right path. And so we set it up, and I wanted to wait to record this as we are a couple hours into the fast. So I was going to go through just sort of tell what we're doing, why we're doing, how we're doing, and just encourage everybody as they think about a spiritual discipline that often we ignore. I've ignored from a majority of my life thinking I'm I'm not going to go without food. Um, that's something that people do during Lent because they choose to. Some people do it devoutly. Other people just sort of say, hey, I'm not going to eat chocolate. And they don't ever eat chocolate, so it doesn't matter. Or other people say, I'm not going to eat chocolate. They eat like gallons of it on Fat Tuesday or Easter. So it's almost misses the point or they just don't eat it during the day. So as I said, we decided to do this as a plan to benefit charity. So we found a, a local organization for the homeless that was suggested by one of the group members and ended up being who we are going to give our money to. And I'm super excited to support this organization, maybe even long-term work with them to do other activities and support them however we can and in the the name of God. Um, So what we decided is we were going to together start at the same time. I, we use a telegram app to communicate each other. So I left a message and a prayer for us to start. We decided that we were going to read the book of James over the time because a big part of fasting is not so much what you give up, but how you replace it with God. Let me say that again. It's not about what you give up, but how you replace it with God. It doesn't have to be food. It could be your time on social media. But I'll hit that a little bit farther. Uh, So we decided that for just one day. So it's a very simple fast. So maybe long-term we do a longer fast or it becomes more of a regular discipline in the group. But it's the first time we've done this together after a couple of years together. And 
it's cool hearing everybody talk about it, get excited, communicate with each other, share verses, share how they're touching them. And we decided also to read the standard men chapter of the book, chapter of the Bible, James, which is amazingly deep. As I'm recording, I'm through chapter one and I just basically underlined everything. And when I was going to, and we encourage each other to put notes into our chat group. And I was, I was like, man, I, I can't just put one. I don't know what to single it out to. So I just started in the first and talked about uh, controlling anger from the first chapter. And I could go on for hours sitting stuff in there. But where does, G, what does Jesus say about fasting? Fasting's been around for generations. And it was a spiritual discipline just to sort of slow down to set aside time for God. And at times, all prophets fasted, devout Jews fasted, and today many Christians fast. Many don't. And we discussed in our group, we're wondering, like, why is that a discipline that went to the wayside? And there was no real consensus. It was, it seems like it was one of those that's just not a popular discipline, like praying and reading the Bible or something that seemed like simple 15 minutes, whereas this might be longer. It's We, we never really came to consensus, and I'm not really sure why. I think when I think about myself personally, a couple of years ago at a church, we did a fast. It's more out of fear and not understanding what it is, not understanding why we do it, not understanding how we do it, and seeing so many people do it incorrectly. Uh, for example, when you look at Matthew 6, 16 through 18, Jesus said this, When you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your Father who is unseen, and your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. So as I mentioned earlier, fasting is about growing in relationship with God. What the scripture says really is you shouldn't be going around going, oh, I'm so hungry. Oh, I really want chocolate. Oh, if I could just have a soda or I could go check my Facebook page, life would be so much better. Fasting should be done between you and God. Maybe a user support system like our group is supporting each other in doing the fast. And that's fine. But I was also hesitant to create this episode during the fast so it didn't look like I was bragging about, hey, we're fasting, which I'm I'm totally not. And it's not intentional. If you perceive it that way, I apologize. It's one of those where it's like telling my, my children about, about events we do, about things we do. It's not about bragging. It's about teaching and sharing so that others might see the value in what we do. Uh, Jesus at one point was questioned as well about fasting and a couple of chapters later in Matthew 9, 14 through 17, when here's what it says. Then John's disciples came and asked him, how is it that we and the Pharisees fast often, but your disciples do not? Jesus answered, how can the guests of the bridegroom mourn while he is with them? The time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them, and they will fast. No one sews a patch of unshrunk cloth on an old garment, for the patch will pull away from the garment, making the tear worse. Neither do people pour new wine into old wineskins. If they do, the skins will burst. The wine will run out, and the wineskins will be ruined. 
No, they pour new wine into new wineskins, and both are preserved. So Jesus' question, and we fast to be closer to God. His disciples were with God, so they, um, they didn't need to fast. God was right there with them during this time. Now, when, when Jesus left, they would fast. They would take time to reset themselves. I mean, even Jesus fasted. As always, he sets the example when he was out after he was baptized in the wilderness. And while he was fasting for 40 days, he was tempted by Satan. And when you fast, it's to get yourself more focused. Satan tried to, tried to tempt Jesus to step away. Take that he was trying to get the man part of Jesus to give him almost the godly worship. And he used scriptures. He took scriptures and he twisted them for his own means. But every time Jesus countered back with true scripture, scripture interpreted correctly because he was focused on God. So quite simply, fasting is about setting time aside, sacrificing something for God. Maybe you're thinking, ooh, this is something I would be interested in trying. Maybe you just do a lunch fast during the week. And during lunch, instead of having lunch, you read a passage of the Bible. You set some time aside. Maybe you say, hey, I'm going to fast social media before bed and I'm going to read the Bible. Both of those are fast because you're giving up something that you do to be with Jesus. The key thing, though, is not to do what the hypocrites do, as Jesus said, not to, to gloat about your fasting, not to stand up on that mountaintop and telling everybody how amazing you are with the fasting, but just to do it between you and God. If you do decide to fast food, do so safely. If you have any health condition that requires you to need sugar or to need nutrients for your body don't make don't endanger your body god knows that god understands that he knows your intentions he knows your heart don't endanger yourself make sure you drink water also during the day so our fast is no food but we are drinking water for the for the it's gonna be 25 hours all told that we are doing it and just maybe make a specific thing you want to read about as i said we're reading about james as a dad when you do any of these things take time to talk with your families about the fast. You can tell them the what, why, how of fasting. Maybe even invite them to join you for a meal or two or even the event. This can be a teaching family activity. My daughter is actually joining me for the fast today. I was very impressed that she she chose to. I just sort of told my children what I was doing. And she said, I want to join you. So she has. She started a little earlier because they're going to get ice cream tomorrow. But she, she start, she's doing a fast and she's been reading her scripture. She even called up one of her Christian friends to talk about what she was doing and to do a devotional together. My son divide, decided he wanted to do a Daniel fast for a day. So he is eating only only fruits and vegetables. And um, But it's really cool to see the kids model what we do. And that's the key to really parenting as a Christian is to model what you're going to do. And your kids will see it and they will do it. So if this is something you ever choose to do take the time feel free to to email me to ask how it went with our group i'll try to mention some next week about the power that that came from it how we got back together and everybody was joyfully had a great day of devotion to god we are ending our fast with a a dad feast we're going to get together and just have a good time together and celebrate and talk about james and connections we made during that time but 
so far, it's been magnificent. And I think the next day there'll be so much more as I delve into the last four books of James. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for being there for us. Thank you for giving us ways to connect with you. Help us to not forget those ways. Help us to make them part of our lives and to not pigeonhole them either, that they can only be this or they can only be that. Help us if we, as we choose to step into a fasting time of life, that we don't stand out like hypocrites and brag out to the world about how magnificent we are, how much better Christians we are by fasting. For we're like others. We're just choosing this discipline to set aside time for you. I pray for my group, the dads that are with me that are fasting, that we just really get in a good focus on you, that we think about how we can help the homeless shelter we're touching through this event and maybe even give a little more to just support those in need in the name of you. In the name of you. I agree with dads out there that just need uh, love right now, just need compassion, and I lay, lay them before you. And we lay our children, we lay ourselves, and just give us strength to be the best dad and man we can be. Help us to be your light out in this world. In Jesus' name, amen. So to my, my dad's group, great job. I'm so proud of you for taking on this endeavor for a day and choosing such a great charity to benefit to everybody else out there. Hope you have a great week. Feel free to email me if you have any questions, if you want any updates, if you want to hear about where we're donating. I would love to share with you. I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you soon.